Well, I can see Tommy bopping. We're live, Val. I'm just playing the music. Okay. <laughs> I have a feeling we're going to start. We're going to have to hum or something. We're going to have to sing the song in the beginning of the show going forward. <laughs> we are back. It's been a week. We're back. The professionals and animal lovers show. We're back, Val. What did you want to say? You were saying words while the song was going. What were you saying? Oh, well, we couldn't hear it. So I was just. Saying. Oh, no kidding. All right. Well, I hope everybody else heard it. All right. Well, well we have to learn acapella, like harmony, and then introduce it ourselves. <laughs> this is the Professionals and Animal Lovers show. Every single week we come to you on a Monday at 530. Sometimes we bring music. Apparently, sometimes we don't. I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, we're going to have start singing. Ba, 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 ba. Listen, we want to amplify the message that we believe the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong. We think it mirrors that relationship between pets and their owners. And we do three main things on this show. We do a lot of things, but we do three main things. We're here to learn. We're here to educate. And ultimately, we're here to advocate. And that's what we do together. We bring animal lovers together, people who are fighting on behalf of animals. We bring them together so they can work to protect, take care of, and nurture animals. Val, what's up? What's going on? Hey, uh, so much is going on all the time. Um, I wanted to personally thank everyone who purchased a ticket to our lunch coming up on February 1st. We've been sold out for weeks um, and it's not the first time, won't be the last time. Uh, I also want to thank our sponsors. We have uh, three phenomenal sponsors. We only had room for three. We sold those out right away. And um, so thank you to the canine shop, Robert Tucker and his wife, Anya. They are a raw food uh, feeding company for canines as well as felines and they're franchising. They have three locations on Long Island, soon to be a fourth in um, Northport and coming soon to Greenville, South Carolina. Super exciting. The other two sponsors, um, Contour Mortgage, OMG. I mean, I can't believe I just said that, but <laughs> the amount of creativity and the programs that they put together to help animals is unbelievable. I, I wish every realtor, every person, if you need a mortgage or a commercial loan, um, a reverse mortgage, whatever, please consider them. They are paying for adoption fees on behalf of their clients. They uh, also are going to be doing a drive with one of the rescues we highlighted in the past, Camp Happy Tales NYC. And my favorite part is they are grooming and training a dog to become a therapy animal for a veteran. So when this dog, Champ, who we've met and is super adorable, when he's ready um, to be a service animal to a veteran, they are giving this dog to you know, a qualified person. And that is just tremendous. Um, so thank you, Contour Mortgage. It is an honor to work with you. And we also have, Premier Payroll Solutions. So anyone in business, if you've ever tried to do your own payroll, you know what a hassle it is, keeping up with compliance, keeping up with you know, your employees, and it is just um, the bane of a lot of people's existence in business. So these guys uh, at Premier Payroll, Mike D'Onofrio and Vinny Papadelli, Papadel, Papadel, my favorite pasta. Let it uh, go, let it go. Papalardo, uh, no, no, Papalardo. 
damn. <laughs> you know, right. like right block, wrong house. You know what I mean? I was so close. Okay, anyway, but these guys are they're just some of the nicest guys. They're 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 animal lovers, compassionate to animals, oh and they God. really know what they're doing. And if you want to work with people who aren't like salesy and you know what I mean, like these are it's a great match. So thank you and uh, without any further ado, why don't we introduce our, oh, hold on, I got the- A little further ado, a little further Sorry, ado. Baby. I don't know if Sorry, that's, how, I don't even know if that's the right way to use that. I want to just shout out those three sponsors as well. And I want to say Premier Payroll Solutions, where every client matters. Contour Mortgage, your home is everything. And then my buddy, Rob Tucker, right? The canine shop, real dogs eat wrong. What's that? I feel like WWE, not even WWE, like now, like original WWF, like with like snap it to a slim gym, like Macho Man, Randy Savage. You remember this stuff, Val? See, I see Holly Shan is shot, shaking her head, nodding her head. She knows what's up. What is going on? All right. You want to do it now? You want to do the show? Yeah, let's do the show. All right. Let's do the show. We're back. <laughs> Say hello to our guest. Holly Shan is here. Jeff K is here. Val, you're a heck of a networker. We knew that before we start, got started on doing this project project program. And why don't you introduce your friends? Tell us how you connected with them, how we're all here right now on a Monday night at 5.30 Eastern time to do the show. Uh, sure. So, uh, so Jeff, I guess, saw one of my email blasts or whatever it's called that um, goes out to the network. And he responded to me and was wondering, this is the most flattering response too, Jeff. I didn't even have a chance to tell you this, but he was like, uh, so tell me about your show and this and that. So we talked about it. And then he was like, so how do we become a guest? And I was like, you know, what do you do? And I figured out it was a good match. And he actually asked, he goes, how much do you charge? <laughs> so I was like, hmm, you know, no, but nothing, no, right? So, you don't have, no, you don't have. Oh yeah, my husband of course is like, what are you talking about? No, but we don't we don't charge. We're we're bringing in animal lovers from all walks of life, and we know that it's just a natural flow of events that we want to support each other any way we can in business, in rescue, in advocacy, right, Tommy D? So that so that why? So that everyone wins, Valerie. Especially the animals. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got to work on that. Anyway. And then he, of course, was telling me about this wonderful woman who helps people, which is so important, um, work through their grief, uh, whether you're, you know your, your, you know your animal is declining in health, but sometimes they have something uh, that you just, you're told by your doctors, right? Like there's, there's only a year or six months left or you know, whatever, it could be cancer. Could, they get everything we get, and then sometimes more. Um, and then when they cross over the Rainbow Bridge, how do you how do you contend with that? How do you live your life when like your best friend is no longer there? It's, you know, gotta be an incredibly gifted person to help people get through that. Um, so I want to, uh, I guess, let's have Jeff uh, talk about his di digital montages. He puts your memories, all your photos, videos together for you, which by the way, I just want to say really quickly, I recently had to switch phones and I got this whole kind of like lecture from my husband about how I have to delete stuff because I have thousands and thousands of pictures and videos. And he's like, do you realize that like 80% of your pictures are Jovi or dog? 
yeah. or the cats. And I'm like, well, of course, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, what else would they be, right? Um, so I do see the need. I'm so afraid of deleting stuff and then never being able to find. I hear about the cloud and it's going to back everything up. I don't trust anything. I don't. I just don't trust it. So I'm going to have to figure it out. I might be a customer because um, other than that, I'm going to have to go and spend a lot of money at some photo place and frame everything. Photo place. What's that? What do you got? <laughs> I don't know. Film? But you can't frame videos. And this is what I'm saying. So if anyone's like me, we have a gentleman here who is able to, I guess, provide a service where you will you will know for a fact that, you know, all of your photos, all of your videos are going to be well handled and they will be yours forever. So Jeff, let's get into this. This is important stuff. Sure. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm Jeff Kay. I'm with I'm the CEO of My Digital Memories, where we preserve, protect, and organize your family memories for today and future generations. Um, this past week was, a, I'll say, an interesting week. I actually became my own client. Uh. My 12-year-old dog that I loved dearly passed, and it broke my heart. Very sorry. Yeah. Two other dogs, and they also miss her. <clears throat> and I was thinking, what can I do? I, I know I do it for a lot of customers where I preserve not only people memories, but pet memories. And so I was thinking to myself, I need to do something special. But the more I thought about it, it's not a question of doing something special just for my dog, it's something I, I do for everybody's dog. And what that means is putting the time, love, and care into preserving someone's legacy, whether it's a person, a dog, everybody's got a story to tell, everybody's got a legacy. Um, Valerie, you were just commenting that 80% of the photos on your cell phone are of your pets. Uh -huh. I'm the same way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the exact same way. I've got two kids. I have a, a granddaughter on the way. Yeah, I have pictures going back from pets that are, are, are no longer even with me. I mean, they go back 20 years yeah, or 15 years. And so I put together for myself basically a photo video montage. And what, what that is, I, I took all the pictures that I have of various pets. And nowadays, we, we live in a very fast-paced environment. People either can't find their pictures, they don't know where they are, they don't have time to go through each picture by picture. But so me and a lot of my clients, what I do is I make a film out of it. Mm. Can I ask you a couple of questions? Because I'm I am really super interested in this. Uh sure. Like do people give you a combination of digital and also like the physical pictures, like from photo albums and, or how does that work? Oh yeah. 
I, I do um, various combinations. It could be from part from a VHS tape or, or some type of tape. It could be from just a plain picture, could be from a cell phone, could be from an email. It, I can combine anything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then, um, what was your second question? I was just wondering like, what if any is the capacity? Because like, for example, I was just trying to think of, I don't remember why I was, I was sending, I was trying to send a specific video to a friend of mine of when Jovi first went swimming and I was like having a heart attack. I'm barriers in the water. I was on the pier and it was at, like on a lake house and I was ready to jump in the water and you know, if I had to, but like I had, I, I was trying to figure it out because it's not, it's not really organized in the sense of, I don't know what year that was. You know what I mean? So I was trying to remember, I'm like, well, I think we were living here and we got him in 2011, but I don't think we went to the lake house that year. So maybe it was 2012 and I'm scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. You know what I mean? Well, it, it, it's harder to do with digital pictures, but if, yeah. if you have, well, even for a digital picture, you might be able to tell by the colors or, or people's, the way they dress in the background, their haircuts, the cars they drive. You, you weren't going to be able to narrow it down to a specific year, but you might be able to narrow it down to a specific decade. Um, so what's the average compilation? Like, like it, it, I'm assuming that has something to do with prices. Like if someone gives you a thousand pictures, it's probably a little bit more than a hundred pictures, right? Yes, but the more pictures you give me, the lower the cost per picture is. So it's kind of like shopping at Costco, for example. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I lost my train of thought about something. I'm, oh, I'm sorry. But one of the things you have to keep in mind is the fact that if your average picture stays, from a film perspective, stays online at, or it transitions every six seconds. So- Oh, I see, okay. In a minute, you'll go through 120 pictures, uh, or six seconds, you'll go through a variety of pictures that in, in a minute. I can't do the math in my head, I'll stop my head, which okay. I should be able to. It's okay. Um, but so your film can get relatively lengthy. Yeah. But especially mine. <laughs> Let me ask you a question, Jeff. Let me jump in here real quick, because sure. certainly, Holly, we got to get you in this conversation. So uh, we're going to do that in a second here. So, Jeff, I'm on your website right now, which is mydigital-memories.com, correct? That's your website? That's my website. Digital-memories.com. I'm looking on the website. You have VHS tapes. You got, like, Kodachrome, like, little pictures and stuff. Am I to understand, like, if I grab the old VHS tapes at my dad's house, my mom and dad's house... And some of the old like things we used to watch, we used to put them on the projector. You can take that. Can you take all that stuff together with some of the new technology and make it one one solution, like one deliverable? Yes. Wow. Awesome. That's really I will cool. say this. I was the photo queen um, growing up. And uh, I think I got my first camera when I was in like junior high school. And I remember it was pink. It was like a 110 camera or whatever. And then I graduated to like a Polaroid or maybe it was vice versa. I'm not sure, but I kept getting like higher cameras or better cameras because I was obsessed with taking pictures. So fast forward to now 
we don't have the film production anymore per se. I had photo albums and photo albums and photo albums, you know. Yeah. And every time we moved, because my husband and I have tried a couple of states out, uh, the photo albums was just such a ridiculous conquest, right? So it was like a daunting task. And eventually we did the digitization. Both of us uh, went through all of our stuff and there was a lot of pictures that we really didn't even want anymore. You know what I mean? Like, but we, we narrowed it down. I forgot how many, I think I had 500. He had whatever. It was one of the best things that we did because we were able to finally get rid of boxes and boxes of heavy photo albums. Yeah. Yeah. So that was great. That's a, it's a great service. Are, are you all familiar with, um, you know, the George Carlin bit about like our stuff? Stuff, yeah. Stuff. Oh my God. If you never saw that bit, God almighty, check that bit out. My wife and I watching George Carlin over the weekend. We didn't see that, but I'm, I love that thing with the whole stuff. stuff. It's funny yeah. because I drive around the neighborhood and I keep seeing these storage facilities popping up. They just built one right in my neighborhood. It looks beautiful. But, and I actually did a day of service with my son's. Uh, shout out to uh, General Needs, which is an organization that serves veterans here on Long Island. And uh, we were out there on Saturday, and we it was we were at a storage unit in East Northport here on Long Island. And uh, I, I just can't get over the amount of crap that we collect as human beings. It's it's really do you like just think about what we're talking about Val? Like we're talking about collecting so much stuff that your home is bursting into seams that you now have to go buy another garage, rent another garage every month yeah. with all this stuff i was going to use another word but we don't uh, it on the show but all that stuff i mean god almighty so look I, I, that's just a lot of anyway that was coming up for me because i i actually happen to be um i don't know if you'd go as far as say hoarder but like the cousin of the hoarder like the pack rat i think that's where i sort of bring up a great point yeah tell me yeah is that if you have pictures in a storage unit or attic or a garage yeah take them out not so good al right like in 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 yeah. happy days yeah yeah no. your pictures need to live where you do your average <clears throat> photos mm -hmm. and your average videos last about 25 years really <clears throat> depending upon where like, they're wait, wait, vhs yes oh my god we i gotta actually get on this because i mean i'm 45 yeah. the other day and yeah. that so, those videos are probably as old as me yeah, so I mean, I mean, there's no fast, hard and fast rule that that's yeah. how long it lasts. Yeah. But that's an approximation. And then, well, Holly, I'm I'm super curious also about. Um, I'm assuming that, like, people who are doing this for their pets who they've they've lost, um, in in your mind, or I guess in your professional services, right? That's cathartic for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Extremely. Yeah. I'm sure it is. Yeah. And so I mean, having lost my beloved pet a week ago, as, as I was as, before we started, I told you I, the day after I was physically sick. Yeah. Yeah. Did you call Holly, Jeff? Because that's what Holly does this type of work, right? Actually, her and I, we did speak. Yeah. And and it was really comforting for me because it got me through it. As everybody knows, there's, there's five stages of grief, which Holly can talk about. I'm, I'm in the first stage and it's going to take me a while to get to yeah. the part of acceptance. Yeah. But what has helped me is preserving these memories and putting 
and remembering the times that I've had and the steward that I have been to my pet from the time from cradle to grave. Yeah, that's pretty, I mean, it's special. I don't, I want to read this off Holly's website real quick, Val, if I could sneak in here for a second. The yeah. animal kingdom is filled with thinking, feeling, sentient beings who are always communicating with us. We can understand them if we are quiet enough to listen. We can understand them if we are quiet enough to listen. Holly Shan, tell me about that. So yeah, it's it's one of those things where we, you know, we as humans, we're kind of complicated. You know, we there there are so many things that we are bump that we are bombarded with, so many things that go through our heads. And the thing of it is, is that our animals are they're, they're always talking to us. You know, even you know from our own pets to pets, you know, to animals that are out in the wild, they're constantly talking to us. And the thing of it is, is that everybody has the ability to understand them and to open up that line of communication and the key the key um factor the foundational factors of doing that is settling down take a breath quiet everything just and be open open the channel and just allow that communication to happen even if it's looking at a bird a bird on a branch and just saying hi <laughs> i do that Oh. I do that all the time. I I'm telling you, chipmunks, man. I told you about this on this show before. Chipmunks, I'm saying hello to them all the time because you don't see <laughs> them a lot. But when you see them, now they're not talking back to me. Like, I mean, well, that's a whole nother story. But, but, like, but no, but I'm digging what you're saying here, Holly, because we got to yeah. survive with nature. And that's a lot of what we're talking about here on the show is to is to bring this down to a point where where we are communicating. I mean, look, I watch a lot of Disney because I got kids in the house. So the all the animals are talking on those <laughs> shows and those movies. But yeah. I think you're speaking on, on a different level, obviously. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they may not necessarily communicate the way, you know, the way we do, you know, verbally, but it is, it is that more intuitive process. It's that gut, it's that gut feeling. And the, the, anal the analogy that I like to use is that if you are a parent, that is, if you have children, and they're in the other room, and not making a sound, you still know what's going on. Oh, yeah. You you have that you have that that sense you have those eyes in the back of your head yeah. that know exactly what's going on with those kids in the other room even though you're not seeing them mm, but you know yeah. so it's that deep knowing and that i've learned and that anybody else and anybody actually who's had a bond with with an animal for you know for a time knows what's going on with them yeah. and usually it'll show up as you know as a form of knowing and it's more than just time to eat time to go outside time to go for an outing i can't say the other word otherwise it's going to cue my dog um <laughs> so uh you know but it's it's more than just those things you know you can just look at you can just look at them and say huh okay yeah i think that's what's going on i i just want to like you know i i pulled up the word intuition just because i know mm -hmm. what it means but i wanted to read it the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning you know mm -hmm. i think the more we can get like you know certainly i meditate um at least daily sometimes more than once a day and the more we can get inside and and sort of turn off a lot of the chatter right like try to chill out the more we're connected with with you know the natural world but i think even you know on the universal consciousness level you know and and i think that's you know i think that goes to just show a lot of what what this world is about um you know we share this planet it ain't just about yeah. us man we're just a species on this planet right we're just the one that could stand upright and talk i guess or you know verbally as you say it what brings you to 
you know, to to this type of work. I mean, I know we're going to get into this a bit, you know, because you speak to people as they're as they're grieving, you know, pet loss, grief counseling, this type of work. But like, how did you get here? If you, if I could just ask it that way, Holly. Yeah, me too. That's sure. exactly what I want to know. Sure. So getting into the animal communication part or the, yeah. So for the animal communication part, I just wanted to understand my own pets. Um, you know, I saw my dogs looking at me. I knew they were trying to tell me something. Well, I knew they were telling me something and I wasn't getting it. I said, okay, there's gotta be a different way. There's gotta be a, a, another way to understand them. And I found a teacher who was local to me and I fell in love with the class. And really I practiced with everybody, everybody and anybody who would let me. Um, we had a group, you know, a Yahoo group. If anybody remembers Yahoo groups, sure. um, Yahoo. you know, with, yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, um, you know, and I practiced with them and I took everything that she had to offer. I took every class that my instructor had to offer. And it wasn't until, you know, I took everything she had to offer. And then I learned from Penelope Smith, who literally is the grand dame of the animal communication field, learned from her from my advanced classes. And the business coach I had at the time said, you know, if you really want your business to be self-sustaining you need to do something that's not so geographically centered because with animal communication i don't have to be there i just need well, a you picture. this so interrupt one sec you you and i pulled up penelope smith uh did, mm-hmm. you saw this early on as a business i mean it sounded like it was something like you were just into you wanted to do it and then but you said wait a minute maybe i could do this and get paid it, it partially partially because at the time when i was doing animal when i was learning animal communication i was I was doing massage for horses and dogs because I'm certified to, mas- to massage really? them. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Uh, please go um, on. Yeah. yeah. So I, so I had that practice and I really didn't intend for the animal communication to be a business, but I saw how other people did it. And with the coach I had at the time, and she said, look, you need to bring animal communication online as a, you know, as something to get paid for if you want your business to be self-sustaining because for massage, I can only go but so far. And I didn't have a, didn't have a massive, massive pipeline. And after a lot of soul searching and meditating and everything about it, I said, okay, I guess it's time to get paid for it. And then my next, my next thought after that was, oh my gosh, how am I going to bring this to my networking world? my other professionals who I network with and tell them that I'm doing something that is this great intangible and have them not think I'm completely off my rocker. Hmm. Well, here's and, the thing about this. I think the people we're talking about are going to vibe with this anyway, because they love oh, yeah. so much. Right. So, you know, like mm-hmm. if you got that going for you, if you try to yeah. take this to the hedge fund world and maybe those people are not into animals, you're going to have a really difficult time. <laughs> but I mean, I, know, I, I think there's animal lovers in all walks, but I will say this. Yeah, but I will say this. I also think that, you know, it's really not much different from, let's say, people who go to a psychic and they normally mm-hmm. will go to a psychic when they're either feeling very, um, you know, uprooted, they don't know what their future is, um, or they lost someone special and they're hoping for some type of connection or sign, uh, a form of communication if possible. So it's not. I don't think it's that far of a stretch. I think most people, including myself, don't believe that at the end of a of a heartbeat, that that's the end of a soul. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I I, I do not believe every time t- talking to birds. Anyway, every time I see a cardinal, I'm like, hey, dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really he loved cardinals. Oh, we actually put a cardinal on the back of his um, you know, the the laminated memorial cards that they give out at like funeral parlors. 
And instead of religious, you know, I mean, no offense to all of those guys, but we went with nature because my dad was super tuned into nature. My dad, just, just a quick little anecdote. My dad used to come home from the library. He was a huge library person. He would read like three books a week, but he would come home with records that he would borrow. And they were soundtracks of bird songs. And he would play and he'd be like, this is a Robin. This is a Cardinal. This is a whatever. And I, I just remember being a kid like. Ballet. So you learned or was it something like when we like, you know, like when, you know, Holly, you said you meditate. So remember when like listening to the whales was like a big thing, like 20, yeah. 30 years ago. Was yeah, it yeah. Like that Was it like just birds twerp? Like twerp? No, he wanted to teach me. He wanted me to, be, oh, I think for himself too. He yeah. wanted to be able to identify different bird songs. Wow. <laughs> But I remember being a kid and looking up at him like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, like thinking, my dad's <laughs> yeah. so weird. Yeah, who knew? Now, I'm like, my dad was so awesome. My dad was awesome. You know, when I grew up, out, my dad used to love to watch. And, and I, I did, it's funny. Now, as an adult, I don't know if it's because I'm a father. I don't know what it is. But I, in the last, like, 15 years or so. I've realized I dig watching nature shows like, you know, like yeah. National Geographic yeah. like that kind of stuff, which I got to be honest, like I had no interest. I wanted to watch sitcoms when I was a kid, but like my old man, I don't know what it is. If it's just, if it's the nature connection, it, it you know, even, and now some of that, let's be honest, it's, it's predator and prey stuff. Some of that, you know, I mean, it's the, you know, the, the big old cat waiting, you know, lying in wait, ready to pounce on the gazelle, which is part of nature. And that's what goes on. But yeah, yeah. Uh, you see you got or, or Holly or, or Jeff, do you get drawn into those programs as well? Absolutely. And I think one of the best programs that are out that that's out there right now is called My Octopus Teacher. Whoa. Cool. Uh, yeah, it's My Octopus Teacher. It's basically it's this wonderful balance. It's, it's a documentary of a diver who I think he's off the coast of Africa. And I think there's like some kind of like seaweed or I forget exactly the precise location, but he does this you know, diving, he, he did this diving and he just researched this octopus, but he wound up having this, you know, having this bond with this octopus. He learned everything, everything about the species, you know, scientifically, plus there's what he could, he could record. And this octopus wound up helping him through a lot, through a lot of things he was going with. And as I'm sitting there watching it, like when I watch shows like that, and I just sit there and I'm going, mm-hmm, Yep, that's what it is. This is what Alan we're talking Dean. about. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. You know. So everybody needs to watch. Needs to watch my. I totally wrote that, that is an down. Excellent one. I totally wrote that down, and I'm definitely gonna watch it. And I will. I will share. Um, I've said this before. I know Tommy knows this story, but um, not too long ago, we were in the car and we were kind of property hunting, and we ended up in this beautiful area, and there was a huge farm with like the white horse fence. And I saw these two horses off in the distance and gorgeous, beautiful. They were like white with brown patches. And um, anyway, long story short, I was like, pull over, pull over. And I just got out of the car. I was drawn to them. You know what I mean? So I got out of the car. And as soon as I started walking over to the fence, they started walking towards me. Mm -hmm. And we kind of like met at the fence. I was really slow in my approach because I don't, I don't know these horses, you know, and right. they were just like, they put their heads over the rail and I was able to pet them. And I, I teared up. It was just like one of the most divine moments. It was so, I felt so connected and I just, I, it was like, whoa, 
like it, it, I can't explain it. It was just it was like a magical moment. You know, you don't you when you go up, you let them smell your hand, but you don't have your fingers out. You know this, right? Because they'll think it's a carrot stick, Val, and and they'll bite off your finger. So I went for the forehead. All right, actually. I'm just telling you, if you ever like, if yeah. they want to. If they want to sniff around, don't okay. don't don't dangle digits in front yeah. of you. And then, of course, I get back in the car, and my husband was like, "Oh, they probably thought you had food." And I'm like, "That's not why." <laughs> Definitely not. It was totally that's not why they came over to me. <laughs> it was total connection. It had nothing to do with they thought you were going to. Thank feed. you. Yeah, but Holly, getting uh, a little bit into, I guess, the tougher stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, when people need you. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you get plenty of referrals, but like, what, what does that look like? Is it, it's, is it like an over the phone? Is it like a consult? Is it, is it several sessions or, um, so it, is there prescription it, medicine involved? I'm only kidding. That's a joke. <laughs> what do you mean? Like psilocybin? Is that what you were t- talking about? <laughs> no. Oh, <okay>. <laughs> so it really depends on the level of grief that the person, that the person's in. So for example, if they are in what I call ground zero, which is it just happened and there's, you know, and they're, and they're not communicating well and they are just so, you know, incredibly, you know, since they're grieving so hard, there's no, there's no communication at all. You know, for something like that, then you would need something like, like a six to eight week, eight week package just to help work through a lot of it. If it's something that, you know, if it's something that, hey, I feel, I feel regret or I feel guilt around this particular thing, then that might take maybe, you know, one, one or two sessions, depending, you know, depending on how they are. Um, so it really, so it really just depends, it, it depends on the person because everybody, every unique individual will grieve in their own unique way because everybody's grief process is, is different. Um, and what I tell people is, look, if you know somebody who's grieving, who's grieving the loss of a beloved pet, does not matter when they passed, doesn't <clears> matter how long they've been grieving, if they're still having a hard time and if they want some help, I'm more than, ha- I'm more than happy to help them. Yeah. Um, because the people who grieve the loss of their animals deserve the exact same dignity, compassion, understanding, and respect as people who are grieving the loss of of another human you know and i think society has this whole bugaboo about grief in general um and this is where a lot of platitudes and stuff come in and i'm not going to get on the platitude soapbox because i could talk all day about those i don't well we don't know what that means so what is a platitude so a platitude is one of those it's one of those things where somebody will say oh it happened for a reason or oh god wanted that dog or oh they're better off there, there, there are these little statements to help kind of, you know, deflect or or they try to make the person who's grieving feel better, but in most cases they don't. Um, I mean, now, unless if you know the person, unless if like the animal was truly, truly suffering, then, you know, you can say, you know what, they're, they're not, they're not suffering now and that can, and that can be true. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and, and the thing is that, I think a lot of people will say will say things to the person who is grieving to try to get them, you know, to stop crying, to try to get them to feel better because the people who the person who is saying that is uncomfortable. Right. Right. Where, where, where I guess the move should be like be quiet and be an ear for them to let them talk to you and let them open up versus trying to yeah. like solve the problem, be like walk it off. Like it's not That's walk- right. Right. It's like, no, this is no, really it's not walking it off. Right. We know someone who I did not know what platitude meant. I thought it was like, 
like longitude and platitude, but I totally <laughs> had that wrong. <laughs> you know someone, we have a mutual friend. Uh, we won't say her name, but you know, um, when we first started talking to her and she was a prior guest, she passed the one year mark of uh, losing her beloved pet and uh, her dog. Yep. And, yep. Um, you know, I think we were on a conference call before we did the show or something like that. Any, anyway, she started crying a little bit and, um, you know, she, she said, I, she cries every single day. And I, I totally, I'm about to start crying. I totally get that because I am telling you that is probably going to be me. I, unfortunately, I think I can predict myself pretty well and I am calling it early. We're, we're going to have like some real depressive issues like, and mm-hmm. like non-functioning, like I don't, I'm not even going to want to get out of bed. How are you going to convince me to, to get a dog when you tell me that this is what it's going to be like? Like, I mean, I think we're different. No, but generally speaking, I, I, well, maybe we, we certainly are different, but the point of the matter is. Yeah. No, I'm teasing you. I know we're going to be, you're going to be crushed as you say. I will be crushed. Well, but then, yeah. Because they're worth it. yeah jump in jeff please there's something you have to take into consideration yes you may go through just like a human you go through everything from birth to grave right but the if you can save that animal from a shelter or being abused or something and give him a better, him or her a better quality of life. Yeah. And they, and, and they in turn and, can teach you. Oh yeah. Yes. And, uh, and, and the, the reason why the grief is so devastating is because of how much love and joy they bring. It's yin and yang. Yeah. You know, if, if they didn't bring these incredible moments and memories every single day, I literally, I do say to myself, and I, I don't know if it's um, just because of how I think, but I literally say every single day when I'm walking my dog or, or if he wakes up from a nap, I, I just, this is the cutest thing. Like he, I, he is just, he brings so much of these little moments every single day. So to my cats, I've told you this Tommy. how can you be depressed when a cat is sitting in your lap, trusting you and purring? No, it sounds groovy, but I'd be... I would be so busy sneezing. I wouldn't be able to be depressed or. Yes, I know. I know. But it's sticking to the dogs, right? Like when you get when you scratch the belly and you get that leg twitch, it is impossible not to smile. I mean, I definitely, I, I think I'm, I'm above average, like obsessed with my dog because I remember, like you know, walking him and when we first got him, and I was saying, like, we personify him a lot, and I'm just like, look at him. He, it's like he's on a catwalk. Like he str- he walks, and then he turns his head to look and then he walks a little more and then he goes whoosh, and he's like he's got this little performance thing going on but like work work it joking <laughs> do your thing on the run what you didn't know i was going to do that tonight val did you Shed, uh, uh, sachet shante 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 one can hope um but like <laughs> but i'm just saying they're so worth it that's why you know that's the so whatever whatever the lunatic that i do turn into and hopefully yes. holly can help mm-hmm. holly will that. holly i'm gonna need you on speed dial hef's gonna <laughs> need you on speed dial before we go jeff i know you had a point before we go to that point holly shout, shout out your website your instagram if there is one your facebook all that and then we're gonna do the same for jeff do, do that please 
Sure, thank you. So my website is CompassionSpeaks.com. And you can find me on Instagram also at Compassion Speaks, um, Facebook at Compassion Speaks, and LinkedIn is Holly B. Shan. Dig Holly, it. where are you located physically? I'm located in Northern Virginia. Northern Virginia. Okay, got yep. it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm follow you on Instagram, please. Jeff, do the same. And I know you had a point about animals you want to tell us about. Let me tell you my point first. Uh, this week, I'll be celebrating my mom's fifth uh, fifth heavenly birthday. Mm. Just for me, I'm not gonna speak about anybody else, but the loss of my pet this last week, I, I believe I grieved more for the loss of my pet than I did for the loss of my, my mother. Wow, wow. And I'm not speaking for everybody else. That's just for me, because for my family, has drama. Pets love you unconditionally. You're probably, you're, you're probably only the only family that has drama, I bet. I yeah, should. I know. <laughs> I know. I just wasn't going to speak for everybody. Um, <laughs> no, but I get, but, um, I get it, man. I get it. I mean, listen, you know what? Um, I, they're always, and it's that funny, like meme and you see the videos or whatever, like, but like dogs are always just jazzed to see you. Right. Like I, the, you know, the jokes that they make you all know, because you guys are into this world, but you know, like, or the dog is just like, you could leave for like a second and you come back and it's like, you know, you, they don't realize there's no like conception of time. And they just jazzed to see you like all the time. And the cat sort of like flips you to bird, like that whole thing, <laughs> the dog thing. I know you have something to say, Val. I just want to hear, Jeff, did you have anything? I, oh, no, before we go to Val, Jeff, just jump in, shout out your Instagram. I, I shared all the Facebook stuff while we're on Facebook, but people are listening as well because there's a podcast too. So please, um, Jeff. Sure. My website's mydigital-memories.com. Bye. I do have a, a webpage, which is the same thing. Uh-huh. I'm on LinkedIn. I believe it's Jeff, Jeff or Jeffrey Page one um, and I do have a web uh, page there as, as well. And our service is national. So we, we have free complimentary consultation. So if anybody has any questions, if I can help anybody, please feel free to reach out. Love it. All right. And uh, if you are watching us, just to say, theoretically, you're watching us on YouTube, my buddy Hef would beat me up if I didn't say, you know, subscribe, like what we're doing, you know, share yeah. what we're doing, the whole thing. I think this is the first episode in 17 episodes I've done that. And it's <laughs> 17 episodes since we moved times, you know, I mean, we've been doing this since September 1st of 2021, <laughs> which is now we're into our third year, I guess it is. Um, so Val, so yeah. you had a point, you always have a point, but what were you going to say? I want to make sure you get that into. A couple of things. Well, first of all, just so getting back to the, you know, the love of, of your pets, um, the unconditional love. The reality is, you know, your dog is never going to argue with you. They're never going to, let's say, betray you, let you down. You know what I mean? Like they just, they never cause problems. They're unbelievable. The cats will give you an attitude, but that's okay. Kind of like it. Anyway, um, I need to mention a very important opportunity that's coming up. Um, this is a virtual opportunity provided by, uh, hosted by North Country Wild Care. They are 
delivering a course, which is a certifying course. Um, I'll read it really quickly. New York's Wildlife Rehabilitator Licensing Exam is coming up in April. In New York State, all wildlife rehabilitators are volunteers who are licensed by the state to care for injured or orphaned wildlife in their home. New York State offers the licensing exam twice a year. I won't read the whole thing, but I will say this. We've had uh, a couple of guests on who have this certification. They are doing incredible work saving the animals that uh, most rescues are cats, dogs, rabbits. They're saving like Lisa Yeager, red-tailed hawks, injured deer on the side of the road, the swan in your pool, John DiLeonardo has, holds the same certification. So we need more of these people, boots on the ground, willing to take the calls when someone has an injured possum that they found in their shed or whatever. Right. And then last but not least, this is more of a fun thing. Oh, so for more info on Facebook, they're at North Country Wild Care. Um, Pet Expo, this sounds like so much fun. Um, so there is one in Allentown, Pennsylvania on February 3rd through the 5th. Um, lots of great vendors and, and I would totally love to go to that. Then there's a Long Island Pet Expo, March 4th through the 5th at Suffolk Community College. Really? Okay. Yes. Then there is uh, back in Philadelphia, Greater Philadelphia Pet Expo, March 10th through the 12th. And that is at the Expo Center in Oaks, Pennsylvania. And then Back in Long Island, it's called Long Island, Long Island Pet Expo in the park. And it's at Tanner Park, Copaig, New York. The date is TBD. I'm assuming it's gonna be April or May, but for more information, oh geez, I closed the website. <laughs> for more information, I'll post it in the comments later. <laughs> Come back next week. You can see right here on the show. Look, I, I found this. I'll share this on. It's North Country Wild Care, right, Ralph? Yes, thank you. Uh, yeah, that's Thanks. cool. I found that. Um, so listen, what that really meant for me is uh, Tommy D has a lot of things to go to. <laughs> a lot of appearances. <laughs> a lot of appearances on behalf of your professional. Oh, I have it. I have it. I'm sorry. So you can get all of this information and more if you're interested in becoming a vendor or anything like that. Familypetshows.com. Family. We got to have these people on. These, these yeah, are no great. Kidding. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, okay. All right. So here's uh, let, let's do this. You know, Jeff and Holly. You know, we're big networkers, Valerie and I. I actually call myself the nonprofit sector connector. And you know, what we talk about is who are the people you need to connect with. So what I want to ask you is this: either who are your end users, which seems kind of obvious from what you do, but please let's underscore it again because some people might be coming into the show late. So who are your end users? And also, who are the people that are in very good position to make introductions for you? So why don't we go with Holly first? And then, Holly, you look like that was going to be something to think about. You want me to go to Jeff first and give you some time? Yeah, let's, let's go, to, yeah, go to Jeff first you, for that pass one. Pass or play. Pass or play. She said pass. Okay. <laughs> I'm pass to Jeff. Jeff, again, who is your end user client? And then who's like the, the, uh, the power partner, the center of influence, the person who makes a good introduction for you? Um, well... As I mentioned, I do my services cross between pets and humans. Right. So, from a pet perspective, vets are great. Okay. Uh, pet, pet, if you uh, pet cemeteries, if you know somebody. Yeah. Um, uh, 
things along that line, those lines or people who have pets or have pets that have passed and they want to preserve their, those memories. What about, you know, I was thinking about this. How about this? This is maybe something you hadn't thought about. And then we'll go over to our other contestant, Holly Shen. So, <laughs> yeah, that's my game show voice. So let's do I would think, what about trust in estate attorneys, you know, people, realtors who might be selling homes and things like that, who might say, you know, they might come in and the, the three kids come in and they say, look, we got to sell mom and dad's home. And they got all this stuff, but they're like, oh my God, this is like all these juicy memories. Like, let's do something with them. Right. That could be good. You agree? Yeah, and yeah. It's funny you should mention that because uh, it's not on my website, but I do offer what's called a photo estate pack. 100%. Love it. Photo estate packet. Check it out. That's look, if you are somebody who is looking for these services, why wouldn't you use someone who is all about the animals just like you are? Holly Shan, talk about all about the animals. What say you? So yeah, so people, so the people I like to work with, you know, are the people who really look at their pets and go, what the heck are you thinking? Um, maybe they've tried, they've tried some training, but they still won't quite, won't quite get it. Sometimes people just want to check in. They just want to say, you know, I just want to check in with my pet to see how they're doing, which we can do that too. On the grief side, it's for the people who are saying, you know what, this grief is unbearable. I don't know how I'm going to get through it. I need help. Um, I would also love to be, you know, connected with veterinarians as well to have, to have someone who can help their clients who may have just suffered a loss. Um, you know, also so they can have that help, that help as well. So I want to ask a question. I'm sorry, I need to ask a quick question. Yeah. Are you, are you ever involved when it comes to the process where the veterinarian, your doctor basically is recommending euthanasia and helping people get to that point where they'll make the appointment and they have to bring in their pet or some, I know there's at-home euthanasia services as well now, but what I'm saying is, can you help people handle that? Yeah, actually. And I just recently uh, did that a few weeks ago with a fellow boarder who unfortunately had to, you know, humanely put her horse down. So it was, so I was there, you know, with her when I, and I told her, I said, look, I said, if you want me here, um, I'm more than happy to be here for you. And she's all, oh, you don't have to, you don't I'm like, no, I will stand here, bear witness and be present for you. And, you know, for this, you know, and for this whole thing. So mm -hmm. yeah, I can be, I can be with them. Um, if they need help to, you know, just work, work through the process, you know, their pre-grief their you know, and their preparation for up until that point. Yeah. Um, yes, I can help them with that too. Cause that's gotta be the toughest that like for me, I mean, I never had to do that, uh, mm -hmm. and I really pray that I don't have to ever do that. I just but, did that. Uh, yeah. I, I I feel because you know why it's like even if even if a vet says that to you and you know deep down it's probably the right thing, right? It's got to be the hardest thing because you basically have you have to let go of any hope that you had yeah. to get to that point, right? And oh, good God. Well, you're really doing a tremendous um, service for people to help them and uh, to cope because that's really the operative word. Um, anyway, it's, it's, a, it's a really hard concept, but um, I so respect what you're doing. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, really special. And I, I would just say, you know, that's a great angle from, and I know it's not like a business guy because kind of I am, but it's a great angle to partner up with those thoughtful, <laughs> 
veterinary practices that are already in that space. And, and again, <clears throat> I've only experienced that one time. We had to do that with my my old dog, Mickey, Michelob Light, and um, which that always gets a chuckle when I tell you his real name. Um, but, you know, we had to put him down after a long time, like 15 years. And he, he came up with like, um, my wife and I were dating like three weeks and we got Mickey. And then we had like three kids by the time we Mickey was going. So it was like very like strange situation to see him go. Um, I, I would just wonder, you know, like having that connection to the vet, you know, and, and they're doing that because it, it is kind of, it's a cold situation. I remember it at what, you know, I don't remember it like totally everything about it, but it wasn't like, wasn't a whole lot of like, like soft, namby pamby stuff it's a sterile environment thank you val it was like a metal table it did not feel yeah. like mm -hmm. like whereas holly look you can't be there for everybody but you could be there on the phone you could be there on facetime you could be there 10 seconds after i walk out of that 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 you know sterile environment right so that's great i think certainly as as we continue to we i mean valerie and i and the professionals and animal lovers show soon to have more, you know, we're winking at you. We got some stories to tell you soon, but as we continue to grow this thing, there's going to be community here. There's going to be this community of folks that are really going to be able to connect with and support um, each other. And that's what we're doing here about. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's it. Val, you want to bring us home? What do we want to do here? Actually, I would, I if I say one thing, you Please. mentioned that sterile environment. When my dog Casey had I put down last week. I didn't want to take her to, uh, I, I didn't want that sterile environment. Yeah. I wanted a place where that she knew, she was familiar with, and that's why I went with somebody in-house. Okay. You say literally in your, somebody came to your home, is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. So- That's what I would do too. Yeah, so Casey mm -hmm. could be comfortable in her, in her I mean, you know, just to settle in wherever she wanted to. Yes. You know? Yeah. I could see that. I could see that, that that would be better. Yeah. Although I could see that just being very sad too, but it would, you know, anyway. It's going to be sad no matter what, yeah, but right, to, right. to like all, I believe all on, I don't, I don't, I've never met as far as I know, a pet that it wants to go to the vet that like enjoys, you know, a doctor visit. Yeah. <laughs> so Maybe there's something to that, Valerie. Maybe that's a business opportunity. If some vet could figure out, that's like a dentist figuring out how somebody would want to go to the dentist. Like you'd have to give me like a stack of hundreds for me to like want to go to the dentist. Like I would. You got to surround. Uh, I think you need a room full of. Getting off teeth. I don't know, but but no. Um, but to your point, you know, I think that if if given the the option, you know, I I certainly think that is um the better choice. There's no good choice, right? There's no ideal choice. No. But no. I want to say this. I want to say this. You know what? We've had on in the past um, a funeral home director mm -hmm. as well as, um, and he has a therapy dog. He has a Greek dog that is there for his clients if, they, if they're an animal lover, and a lot of them are. Um, and we also had on actually his former uh, employee who you know, she was the one who did like the hair and the makeup and all of that. I forgot what mortician. Mortician? Mm -hmm. I think so. Um, yeah, forgive me, I forgot. But but I guess what my point is is that you know, unfortunately, these are these situations are part of life, and thankfully, there are some great, compassionate people who touch on you know these vocations. They're involved with it, and it's all the more reason to seek these people out because when you're going through it, you do not want to contend with people who don't get it. 
Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, is that what we're doing here, Val? You know, yeah. Mortuary makeup artists are licensed cosmetologists, but it, isn't that what we're doing? Trying to again find people who get it, who are compassionate about yeah. it. You know, and that's the thing. I mean, in a world, in a world, when you have all the choices to choose from vendors, solution providers, why not choose from the ones that have this, you have this kindred spirit with? That's what we're doing here. That's all this is. You know, like, I mean, you know, no big deal. We're just changing the world. But the idea of that is we, you know, the idea is people want to do people they want to do business with people that they're connected to, they have relationship with, and and that they have, you know, something in the rapport. And I think the folks that we are building this community with are people who already have there. You know, I say this when in networking, I say like when I make an introduction, I want somebody, you know, rounding first base on the way to second, you know, meaning by the time they get the email, I make the introduction, Jeff, you got to know Holly, Holly, you got to know Jeff. By the time they get that, they're already jazzed because i made that introduction and they know there's already this thing right and maybe i've set the stage that they why they should be connecting and that's the thing about it is in this you, we have this built-in connection of these folks right val that's that's community i see you smiling heffron i see you i see you smiling. i'm thinking of course because i'm already thinking about like we have to introduce heather we had on heather malfi she's yeah. one of our first guests and she's a trust and estates lawyer and she fostered year one of COVID. She fostered over 80 cats and kittens. Oh my God. So I'm sitting here and saying to myself, if I could refer a trust and estates lawyer, now she's in Florida, but that doesn't matter for you guys. So like, if I can refer a trust and estates lawyer who is clearly an animal lover, you know, why wouldn't you guys want to work together? Of course you would. It's just a no brainer. Yep, 100%. And that's it. And that's what we're doing here. Learn. Yeah educate advocate jeff leave us with one comment holly leave us one comment and then we're going to keep it moving leave you one comment something we should know about you i got started in my business when i was seven years old seven years old we should have started with that <laughs> and how old are you now if you want to tell us 59 all right fair you've my been grandmother died at my feet well i don't so know who employed to... you but i don't know if that's legal with seven seven <laughs> yes. years old it might have been 52 years ago. It might have been legal. Well, so <laughs> my, my grandmother died at my feet. Oh, my God. So at that, at that point in time, I knew it was important yeah. to collect memories. Wow. So, and when I was seven, I started to collect memories, not only of my family members, but of my pets. So I have pets that I have a picture of me laying down when I was four years old with the first pet I have. Really? I, I, I had. What was it? Tell me quick and then we're gonna to go to Holly. What was the first pet you had? A poodle. Oh my God. Do you remember the poodle's name? Peppy. Peppy the poodle. Peppy the poodle. All right, Holly Shan, leave us with something before I make this any sillier, please. <laughs> Tommy, I just love you, dude. You are awesome. I am so tracking with everything. I know he's so funny. I do the best. Oh my gosh, <laughs> he's awesome. So yeah, so what I want to say also is, um, is yeah, I became a, I pursued the realm of pet loss grief counseling because grieving the loss of a pet is bigger than me. Mm. Um because the folks who are grieving still deserve, they deserve a non-judgmental space. 
they deserve understanding and like I said, compassion and you know, be treated with compassion and dignity and to be that lighthouse in their darkest hour. Yeah. So anybody who is anybody who is grieving that loss should never ever feel shame and never feel like they should get over it. Yes. You yeah. know, or or walk off. So that that's the big thing. And another thing, real quick about the five stages of grief, yeah. they are not linear. They're not linear at all. You can experience Gosh. all of them or some of them at once. And sometimes yeah. you'll loop back through. So yeah. it's never a linear, linear process. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, you know what? I, I, I'm going to get a dog anyway. All right. You know what? Yeah. Well, not right now. Not today. Although, I will tell you, Val, there's been a couple. I'm trying to remember where I saw him. Oh, you know who just got a dog? My friend Yolanda just got a dog. Val, I got to text his picture. Yolanda Rubano Gross, she's executive director. We, she's always watching my shows. She's executive director of Options for Community Living here in Long Island. Very, very special agency. But we, we're connected on Facebook, and I saw this dog. I, if I could find it quick, I would, but let's just do it later on. I'll share it with everybody. I mean, he's got this big old white face. I think he's some kind of pit. But I'll show you value. Tell me, we'll talk about. It I love the pities. Oh my god, I this is. I was. I showed it. Like, forget about it. I mean, I, yeah. He or she. I don't know if it's a boy or a girl, but the dog is beautiful. All right, look, we do have to leave it here because we will talk for days, and we can't do that. It's not that kind of show. So <laughs> this is. It's long format, but it's not that long format. Val, leave everybody with something before I say what I like to say at the end of the show. So since our um, events are selling out, I just want to encourage everyone to check our website, www.pal-show.com. That's dash, not underscore. And also, uh, please sign up for our, our mailing list. We're doing a lot of great things for the animals, including calls to action to help advocate for positive change in animal welfare legislation. Wherever you found us, like, subscribe, do all those things, share it with your friends, tell them how awesome we are, because we are. All right, I leave you with this. First, Jeff, thank you. Holly, thank you. Val, thank, thank you, you for so letting much. me be part of your video. The greatness of a nation and its moral progress can be judged in the way its animals are treated. Thank you, Gandhi. Make it a great night, everybody. Happy MLK Day. Appreciate you all. Good night. Yay, Bye. Gandhi. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah.